Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney. This is Shanae. And how was, well, I would ask how was your weekend, but how was your week since we've been gone for a little bit? It's like two weeks. Yeah, it's been two weeks. Well, I was working. Right. I had a very long tr- business trip. Mm-hmm. Um, came home, just kind of crashed and rebooted. So right. I don't have much to report. I was in <laughs> Florida for a while. I avoided the quote unquote snowstorm. Yeah. So I was happy about that. But you know, it's kind of like back to the usual. Mm-hmm. I got caught up on my show, Scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really threw me for a loop, man. <laughs> what is going on? Um,. And I started watching The Catch. Yeah, I, I, I watched like that. It. I like, I like it. it. I, I wouldn't say it's like on the level of the other no, Shonda shows, but it's, it's not. cool. I like cool. it though. I, I like it's a nice filler. I like where they're heading. Yeah, um, it's a little bit lighter, which mm-hmm. I kind of like that because mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy has its episodes where it's light, but it's come on, it's pretty heavy. And I also like that it's like a very different kind of industry. Right. For her, so, I agree. So yeah. I like that. I will say. Grey's Anatomy, the Jackson and April episode, mm-hmm. warned my soul. <laughs> I really, really hope that this can get them back together. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of Shonda breaking everybody uh, up. Yeah. Can someone in that hospital be together? Yeah. Other than Warren and the mm. chief oh, i yeah. mean yeah, and then the chief and avery's mom oh yeah can we just yeah. get past that can <laughs> we have some others please yeah and i'm tired of um what's her name dr gray what is her name meredith meredith mm-hmm. and the australian guy they just need to go get home. it together well, i mean at the end they did say they're gonna go on okay but I'm, so fine good and i don't want no it's been too long in this thing let's just she needs a man. He wants a woman. Let's get it done, Shonda. Jackson and April stay together. Mm-hmm. I was so sad when they broke up. I know. I was heartbroken. Have you been watching Being Mary Jane? No, child. Uh, I'm so off that show. Let me tell you something. I want to start again. Mm-hmm. But before this season, the last season, about two episodes in, I said I can't do it. It just is <laughs> so messy. Mm-hmm. And I hate the fact that it's like... Is this the this strong, um, smart, intelligent career woman is such a dud in her love life? Is that what it's always about? Well, see, that's why I like this season. Oh, it Jesus. was the opposite. Not to spoil it for you, oh. but she got a man mm. and had a man or has a man for most of the season. The season ain't over yet, so we'll see. Oh, but, then maybe I'll so need to watch again. So that's why I liked it because it was like finally this happened. That's what I'm saying. I get tired. I got tired of all the yeah. guy stuff. I got tired. Of her family, I was just yeah. like, "Jesus!" And like, cause she she lives in New York now, so she moved. So she's not okay. near her family, so All they're right. not as in the mix. So maybe I wasn't the up. only one who was annoyed, and the writers <laughs> got hit. So yeah, that's what I liked about this season. Is just like, okay, Whew. then maybe I she need not to... having as many troubles in her life, and I think. I mean, they still, you know, of course, they gotta have a little bit of drama in there, but it's not all as much as it what then maybe i need to start watching again yeah but i also feel like ugh, i have so many shows i, I just feel like i'm That's always I don't watch watching the week, to be honest with y'all i don't either i, catch I watch up. on the weekend and catch up on like saturday or sunday because literally i'm an old lady on thursday 
By the time scandal rolled around, I'm, I'm ready to go to sleep. And halfway through it, I fall asleep halfway and religiously every Thursday I fall asleep halfway. Through I don't it. even try to watch on Thursday anymore. <laughs> I just completely like eight o'clock. I know a song, but it's like, what's the point? You're not gonna get through the whole lineup. <laughs> right. So I don't even. I either watch something else or I do something else before mm-hmm. I go to bed because there's no point. I don't watch TV when it comes on either. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's thank God for DVR. Hey, did you watch the um, Dave Chappelle? special on netflix no no okay i was watching grace and frankie on netflix uh, right now okay new season just okay. Okay. love those old ladies <laughs> um. well my two weeks i was snowed in unfortunately i didn't get to avoid the snow but since the snowstorm came on my birthday i got to work from home so you know i got to spend my birthday in my pjs which you know it's almost like an off day except the fact that you're like trapped in the house but it was all and she good. doesn't do well <laughs> being trapped, trapped in the house for extended in the house for extended period of times. Been there, done that, seen it. <laughs> She's not good with it. Yeah, but it was cool because it was like I didn't have to get up early, so it was like that was a nice little gift for my birthday. But other than that, you know, I just been hanging out per usual. This weekend, actually, this past weekend, I got to finally chill and kind of relax and not do much um so it was a good break in my usual weekends of busyness so what's up with media what we miss so i'm not doing two weeks of coverage i'm not that's fine guys sorry (laughs) i will say we'll start off with obamacare Mm -hmm. um the repeal like it didn't go through it didn't work right um, which I think was a victory and I do think it gave people a little bit of hope because I think a lot of people felt like, well, Republicans got the house, they had the Senate, they got everything. Mm-hmm. This is about to just be a full sweep. And I think it's showing that no, there is some fight. There is some, you know, and well, of course, you know, there was blame game going on saying, well, yeah. they, you know, they blamed the Democrats and stuff, but let's be clear, even Y'all, without the Democrats, you could have got it pushed through. If, and, so a, a number of Republicans was like, nah. So right. and that's because you I know, think because Obamacare took so damn long to get through, and it took so long because of the Republicans. So the Republicans did get a lot of things in Obamacare that they wanted, and hence why it took so long. So like you don't want to just turn around and you know say f all that that we just worked so hard for for so long, especially when their replacement wasn't a replacement. It was trash. And <laughs> I'll say this again, and I'll keep saying it. To me, if you really cared about your agenda and the people, mm-hmm. I say that loosely, you had eight years to really do something. Mm-hmm. But to me, a lot of Republicans just wasted their time just going back, just to go back and Trying forth. Trying to block them. everything. Just like it was a pissing contest. Yeah. When to me, y'all could have strategically could have, you know, said no to the stuff you really felt passionate about and really built up not only a solid candidate, <laughs> but you know, some solid foundation for a repeal and replace for the things you want to push you. They don't have nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think more and more people are seeing it. Mm-hmm. I think Paul Ryan is having a hard time trying to oh, act yes. like they got it together. Mm-hmm. So I will say, I feel like, I think people took this as somewhat of a victory. They're actually moving on to another thing right Thank now. God. So now they're moving to tax reform. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that pans out. Yeah. Supposedly he wants to help the middle class. Because that's what I was about to say. We'll see this that. actually may you know what I mean? not we'll be see, such a bad That's what I'm saying. Thing. We'll see the reform of what they're trying to pass and yeah. tax credits they're trying to give out. Yeah. And you know, you, you go from there. Yeah. So next, 
Tommy Tommy Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Has been permanently blazed. Permanently blazed. <laughs> banned from <laughs> the, the blaze. blaze. And I think I think a lot of people across Twitter, Facebook, everything is like skipping in joys. Mm-hmm. Because I think she got banned because of her own flip flopping. Yeah. With her own stuff. Because so you know like, on the show she's so yeah. But she did some things outside of the show where it didn't match. Because, yeah, she said she was, like, pro-choice. But right. But it was, like, and we, Black Twitter anyways, have been doing this research, have been going back and what she said before she was on the show and knew that things didn't necessarily no, line she's, up. No, yeah, she's been flip-flopping for some time. But some people are saying, like, her getting kicked off is actually a good thing because, like, The Blaze wasn't, wasn't particularly a big network. And so they're saying that this is now allowing her to potentially be on The View or be on all these other shows. So, mm. we'll see how that we'll actually see. Yeah, I'm about to say, eh, okay. But I'm desperately hoping that, you know, the name just stops being mentioned. It won't. And, and you know that. Well, I mean, if she can't, if she doesn't find something else doing that. Um, so, I mean, I... I'm not going to say she's about to be like the next Oprah. She's not. Oh, yeah. But is her career dead? No. Mm-hmm. Is it chilled out right now? Yeah. yeah but right. is it, is she gone? No. I She'll be she back was. with something else. I wish she would. Anyway. Because, I mean, potentially she could just start a YouTube show. Because That's what I'm saying. Because her following is She could do a podcast. Anyways. She could do whatever. Right. So, yeah. she'll be back. But it's nice to be like, ha It's kind of like, Sucka. I knew was going to do that. <laughs> So inside you. Um, <laughs> we'll yeah. tell you guys another day. So positive news. Google partners with Howard University to open a new campus at Googleplex for juniors and seniors um, who have computer science majors. Yeah. I thought that was nice. Wonderful, wonderful. I think a step in the right direction. Definitely. I think um, you know, Google, Facebook, all of them could definitely, definitely use more diversity. Mm-hmm. And I know they like to appear like we're for the people. But if you look at their staff, you could be like, mm, okay, really? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just thought that was a positive way for them to, you know, to just do the right thing, frankly. Yeah. And I think, like, it's it's kind of amazing, like, just especially with, like, the advancement in technology, seeing more and more opportunities being given to us. And so, I, I mean, I just, I think it's a great thing that more doors are being opened to those that for some time it was hard for us to, you know, get into and hard to find those internships and hard to find those opportunities that it's bigger companies, big name companies are taking initiative um, from, pre- because of pressure or not, I don't care which Yeah, exactly. I, I would say, yeah, I don't really care why they did it, but, <laughs> but they're thanks. doing it. So, <laughs> so yeah. right. Um, next, so Keisha Cole is confirmed to be on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, mm-hmm. and she's done some interviews. I mean, she did it with the Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. She's with Angela Yee on uh-huh. Lip Service oh, and yeah. said, mm-hmm. no, not yeah. enough money. She, she, she don't want to get ratchet. She's past it. Yeah. And it's like, you see what happened when you add another zero? Let's keep it funky. Because she's like, she said something. She was on the Breakfast Club. She was like, it wasn't the right environment for me. Right. She Girl, made it. you mean it wasn't the right check. So that, now, exactly. um, amazingly, the environment. 
environment is right. It's fine now. <laughs> and, and then, like, she said something else I didn't understand on the Breakfast Club. She was like, reality TV is just not for me. Girl, you had a whole show back in the a day. A couple shows. Right. She had a show with her family. So I'm like, how you she had a show. Her um, mama. Like, all of them. With like, just her husband at the time. Yeah. So, I will say it didn't always show her in a positive light, but mm-hmm. she did it. Right. And so, I don't, I, I see why she's doing it, mm-hmm. right? Clearly, Keisha Cole isn't where she used to be career-wise. No. So, I think she may feel this could be a chance to do well. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, let's say, it, it helped Omarion a little bit, don't you think? A wee bit, yeah. It helped him a little bit, yeah. so I understand the thought process behind yeah, it. Yeah, but I think the majority of the people it helps are the people that are kind of just starting out in their career and it gives them that little bit of extra push. Um, but now there are examples of people where it did the opposite. They had already kind of had their peak and they, they kind of fell out. They're right, yeah. they trying to come back. And so up. it does work for some people. So, so you it know, may we'll work see. for her. Yeah. I know I was a bigger fan for her pre-husband. <laughs> She's one of those singers to me that her best music comes from hurt and pain. Like so, Mary Jane. Like Mary. Yeah. So when they're in happy relationships, I'm happy for them. But to me, the music isn't the same mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. So we'll see. But I just thought that was funny because she just kept saying no, no, no. Clearly they added that some more zeros. Just some oh, oh, oh. Exactly. They added <laughs> some more zeros. And now she'll be on Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so first of all, Love and Hip Hop is getting corny to me. So I don't watch it as I much as I used to. Yeah. Well, let me just say this. They need to take it back to when it first started. Mm-hmm. The camera angles, everything. You make it look fake. At yeah. least, like, sometimes in scenes, I'm like, where was the cameraman? How did you get this? Like, what? Right, and I think... Like, where? And so I can't even get into it because it's like, this isn't even, like, like to me, fake reality TV where you knew it wasn't all the way real, but mm-hmm. at least they presented it as such. Right. Now, it's literally a soap opera, and yeah. so I literally don't believe anything I see. Right. And so, like, because when I kind of fell off from watching this when I was living in Atlanta, and it was just, like, funny because we would be, like, listening to the radio, and you would hear, like, if you want to be at the scene that they're taping at this restaurant, so blah, funny. blah. And so I'm just like, so people actually be like coming out just to sit at this restaurant so they can record and people can argue next to you. That's like, what I'm saying. It's like, it <laughs> no, used to be like, better than that. Yeah. So. Or they cut, they hit it better. Put it I don't know what I'm saying. Because remember like, how the oh hills God. ended? But when the hills was on, I never thought that ish was fake. I know <laughs> that it was, was so fake, me. but they did a good job. Right, they hit it well, <laughs> they and did then a they good dropped job. it off on the end. Like, is it real? Is it fake? That's I what I'm saying. That. They did a good job. Yeah, and so do better, Mona. <laughs> anyway, um, also Drake's and Rick Ross released new albums. Yes, only heard Drake. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I was telling Sydney earlier. I don't think he does anything sucky, right? right? I think there's always a level where it's like it's good music. Mm-hmm. Was I wild? No. Right. Were there a couple songs that I loved? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can't say the whole album was like yes. Right. And it was funny because like you know people kind of when Drake comes out they're like oh this is our you know Beyonce mm-hmm. and it was like what if he was to it nope it was way too That's upbeat for all y'all little thinking it was gonna be like a kind of you know Drake where he cries about his relationships blah blah whatever nope it was way upbeat but none of that sorry <laughs> like but and then people were complaining about 
how many songs were on it. But I mean, honestly, when we were like in elementary and middle school, that was the regular length of albums. And they're not long songs. No, they're, they're like not. three minutes. Uh-huh. They're not long songs. And I'm like, honestly, I want as much as you're going to give me. So right. I don't even know why people complain about that. Right. I want as many songs as you're going to give me. Right. And I, so my only critique about it, I just, I hate it when he said ting. Like, it just sounds so not him. And I said that. I'm like, when did he get Caribbean all of a sudden? <laughs> this was not... Consistent through all the mixtapes. Right. This like started a couple hours ago. <laughs> kind of like one or two. You get Rih- I don't know if it's you know hanging out with Rihanna for a long time. <laughs> Maybe he just felt like he adopted it <laughs> because now it's like coming up again. I'm like, what is this? What yeah, did you but get it was Caribbean? like it was another artist. I forgot who it was on the Breakfast Club, and he said patois is Canada's third language. Ah, behind didn't know that English and French. Didn't so, know that. You know, so, whatever. Okay. But well. that's I liked it. it. It was just like every time he said thing, I was just like, Oh, that's so weird. That's so not you. But You're not Caribbean. Well yeah, but I'm guessing he practiced with his You're friends. Jewish. <laughs> You're white and black yeah. and not Caribbean black. Right, right. So I mean I'm not knocking it. It's right. just sometimes I'm like, What is this all of a sudden? You're right. just this vibe you're into. And you know something it. else that's funny because Trey Songz, his album release, I didn't get a chance to listen to that. I haven't heard that, but I did download it, so it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to listen to it. It's coming next week, y'all. Right. But, so he was on the Breakfast Club doing interviews, and it's so funny because I actually, he was speaking about how like, he almost signed Drake from Degrassi. And I was like, wow, I mean, Trey Songz was popular before Drake. But Drake just kind of surpassed him in success almost. And like how Trey Songz, when he first was out, he was trying to do the rapping and singing thing. But some for some reason, it worked for Drake. And I just thought it was funny how like you see artists co-sign for people and then the person that they co-sign for kind of surpassed them. And like you never even see Trey Songz and Drake together at all, to be honest with you. Now, I'm not saying that they have beef, but you never see them together. And I think that's kind of interesting for Trey Songz had was the one that introduced kind of Drake to the industry. Well, you know what? If they weren't weren't friends, then that could make sense. If yeah. if their arrangements because they you know, the the mixtapes and stuff, Trey Songs was definitely a part of that. Yeah, oh yeah. But I feel like maybe it was more just business. Like yeah. they were cool and even now I'm sure they're cool, but right. they're not friends. Right. So right. but it is, I think more than anything, it has to feel like a little bit of a... Mm, right. Because you know he got more money than you. Sorry, Dre. Like, <laughs> you know what? But I also feel like Trey Songz is just R&B, Point Blake. Yeah. He's not a crossover That crossover artist, thing didn't work for him and he, as much as he wanted it to. And he didn't want it to go but so far either. Because I feel like he could have did more crossover music to be more a little bit more like Chris and even Usher. Mm-hmm. But I've heard him say that he didn't want to go that far. Like right. he was only gonna go but so far. Yeah. That's and true. so when you make decisions like that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda like like female rappers, no one went as far as Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that's true. If someone did, could there have been a Nicki Minaj ish before her? Possibly. Definitely, yeah. But you know, that's people's choices. Yeah. But I respect it because sometimes I get annoyed with the pop thing is like I I get annoyed with it. So right. I respect him saying, right. No, I'm R and B. I'm right. sticking to that. Anyway, that so, was pretty much it. That was our media for the week. Do uh where's my phone? We're gonna do our listener question. If I can um. Well, I have mine out. You're unprepared. <laughs> oh, I found it. <laughs> unprepared. I've misplaced my phone momentarily. Oh and 
we're at a thousand followers on Instagram, so thank you, everybody. Don't unfollow us because we're not like (laughs) one, we're not 1500, so a couple of y'all can follow us and then we're done, right? So don't do that. (laughs) Um, anyway, the question was. Is being too social media active or having too many files a turnoff? Why or why not? Okay, so we got a decent amount of responses. I'll mm-hmm. say my answer. Okay. I'll say yes and no. And I agree with some of the things in here, some of the answers we got. It depends on what you use your Instagram for. Mm-hmm. If it's for somewhat business, your blog or whatever, it's expected. Right. Um, if you're not... I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to have followers because you got to think, you know, if you had Instagram from the start, you've had it for a number of years. Mm-hmm. You, if you're our age, you went from, you know, college, high school, college. What was it? It wasn't around high school. No, we got college, college, college after college, adult, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you already, so I can understand where you have a decent amount. Right. I think it's more of how you act on social media mm-hmm. for me that's a turn off mm-hmm. okay so it's like if you post every five minutes every detail of your life that is kind of a turn off right um if you like have to be on it all the time if i'm with you and you always have to be on mm-hmm. snapchat instagram anything like that it's like okay can you like have fun right that's more of a thing for me right. obviously i don't like the tongue pictures and <laughs> eggplant emojis if you with me you're gonna <laughs> cut that out <laughs> But other yeah, that's me. So it's funny because I had a conversation about that because to me, I don't care about followers. I don't care if you're like active on Instagram or whatever. I don't need you to be snapping the whole date or the whole time you're with me. It's like put your phone away, whatever. But I was having a conversation with someone and he was like, if his woman post him on social media too much then basically that he would end it i was like huh like that was the first time i heard that and he was just like the phone doesn't need to come out at every moment because then it makes it not a special moment anymore but i that was the first time i ever heard someone say that if their mate posted them too much that they would end it i've heard similar things though not to say they would end it but Mm -hmm. i've heard similar tones of that would annoy me that would get on my nerves Mm -hmm. type of thing Mm -hmm. um but i also think it's a type of i mean one i just think it's the person you're i don't know i think everyone's inclined to their opinion Mm -hmm. would i post pictures of my boyfriend all the time no No, right because i i don't I don't care. Right. I don't feel like it. Yeah, I don't I think about either. it. Right. Um, but every now and again, I don't think it's a big deal. Right. But I just think it depends on your person. Cause like some people don't want to be on social media at all, but then it's like, are you ashamed of me? Like it becomes, right. you know, such a thing. And so like for me, that's what I said. I'm like, I don't need my man to post me. But I'm not about to stop him from making me his woman crush Wednesday. Me every Wednesday. That's what if I'm saying. I'm, to. Saying, I'm, not, I'm gonna... not telling him to. But if he does it on his own will, go ahead, boo. I'm going to call me every day on Wednesday. Thank you. Woman yes, crush so. every Wednesday. I don't need to be it every Wednesday. <laughs> I me. don't need to either, but, but I'm I not get what to you're saying. You, like, if that's what makes you feel good. <laughs> right. Like, if you a picture do of me, fine. Do it. Like, fine. I'm not about to stop you. Okay. And so I didn't understand it. But like you said, everyone's a relationship for themselves. It is. So, so we're going to read uh, the responses from some of our listeners. So let's see. Belle Scribd DeVoe says, 
depends on how much of our lives and relationship is present on social media, as well as how many of these followers are locals or people we know in real life. True that, Mm because I can say from a blogging standpoint, like, I'm getting to the point where I don't even have a lot of followers on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but, like, I don't know a good amount of them now. Oh, yeah. Because the numbers are rising where it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know these people personally. And then I'd be thinking about, I'm like, celebrities probably do not scroll their Instagram if they actually follow people because it's like, honestly, sometimes if I follow too many people I don't know and that's all I see on my timeline, it gets annoying because I'm like, well, where the F are the people I know? But that's why if you notice, celebrities would be like two more... 2.5 2.5 million, 7, 14 million following 20. Right. <laughs> following 100. Yeah, yeah. And they actually probably know those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Because, I mean, I don't even have that many followers. And sometimes if I go on Instagram and scroll and I don't see in the first scroll at least one person I, like, personally know, I'm like, where the F are my friends? Yeah. <laughs> we don't <Where>? post. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I don't post that much. But, okay, so let's see. Um... Nadia underscore no chill said, I think there are two different things. You can't control how many people choose to follow you technically. Being too social media active could be an issue if it disrupts real life. But within reason, not at all. Well, but within reason, not at all. We live in a social media age and anyone who takes it too seriously or tries to limit their significant other's usage of it may be slightly insecure. Just take. Just my just take, my take. And Miss I mean, the love your blog. Love your blog. Thank, Thank you. you. Read the whole thing. That was a lovely ending. Sheesh. <laughs> but um, I would agree that if you're too worried about them posting too much, you could potentially be insecure. I'm not saying that everyone that's worried about it is insecure. No, I mean, but yes. It, some of it, yes. Yeah, that's It what all I'm comes down to something, a feeling attached to it, whether it's... Right. I feel like I don't like all the attention you're getting. Right. I don't feel like I'm acknowledging. It all really does come down to insecurity. Right. It just, it may not be huge ones in their lives, but that is what it comes down to. So then, um, black girls learn languages. If it's a guy I'm dating and he doesn't have any kind of blog or anything, just a bunch of female followers and engagement for no reason, <laughs> yes, that's a turn off. Well, maybe the engagement is they're just pretty ladies. Yeah, I mean, but this is my um, this is my only thing. I understand that that's a turn off, but don't choose to be with that person and then expect them to change because it's like well, I agree because you know, they are who they, they are posting that much and liking that much. On Instagram before, they gonna keep doing it. So right in stole. Um too much so, too social media active, yes. If you have to post on Facebook, IG or Snapchat, everything you're doing and when that's and when and that's a turn off. Real, real G's move in silence like lasagna. <laughs> As it relates to too many followers, it depends. Social media is a form of branding and marketing. So if you brand yourself in such a way that a lot of folks want to follow and engage with you, then that's great. That's a turn on. You should know how to sell yourself. Dope, let's build. On the contrary, it can be a turn off, but that depends on how you brand yourself. Why are these people following you? So if these thousands of people are following you because they think you take good pictures or you're artists or you're a blogger, or because of your commentary on social issues, then cool, no problem. But if the reason people are following you is because you're half-naked or thirst trapper or anything sexually suggestive, that's a turn-off, but it's a turn-off because it's how you choose to market yourself. Sorry for the long comment, hashtag, it's a thesis. 
And see, you know my problem with that is that the women that are on Instagram, on Instagram, scantily clad, are the first ones that guys go and look at. They be looking at their twerk videos all day on day. They the ones who get their tongue picked. Right. Emojis. And so it's like, so you like them, but you don't want to date them. But but remember, I know, and Cindy doesn't believe in the, that anyone's a hoe. <laughs> but it's very true. Guys love hoes. They want to have sex with the hoes. Mm-hmm. They want to have fun with the hoes. But, but when they're they ready to settle down, they don't want to be with the hoe. And I just don't And that's all I'm saying. It's, it goes back to this. They'll like the scantily clad pics. They'll even shoot a shot in the DM. But when they're ready to really find the true girl, they don't want that. They don't want the scantily clad girl. They don't want the girl that's been with everyone that's been twerking, even though they like it. They don't want that. That's just crazy. I see that all the time. I just... Uh... I don't get it either. <laughs> I feel like if you like it, be with it. Wife it up. Right. Because y'all be posting twerk videos all up in y'all group me's all day long. And like, the news and all that other it. stuff. Right. Y'all like it. But right. that's what I'm saying. You don't want to bring that home to mom. You don't want to bring that home to <sighs> mom. What you say? Can't ter- turn a hoe to a housewife? That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> but then it's like. Just this is my last comment on. So then why would, do I want someone that, that likes that? So if I, if you don't if you like women that dress like that on Instagram but don't want to wife them, why would I like a guy that likes that but doesn't appreciate them enough to want? Here, to here's them? the thing, dear. Come on, <laughs> I'm being serious. Come on, they like it because they're men. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just stop. Like you went I too don't far. Like, no, no, but you went too far. It's not about you making it go to this little like thing. It's like no, it's there's a girl. Her butt is out. It mm-hmm. looks good. That's it. Am I? Do I want to bring that home to my mother, my grandmother? No. Then it comes down to preference. That doesn't mean you don't like it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you won't like it on the pic. That doesn't mean you won't comment and say she look good. That doesn't mean you won't show it to a friend. That's when, it, to me, it comes down to them preference. Is it right to praise it and then downgrade it? Mm-hmm. No. That's what I'm saying. Is it right to be like, Love it and then be like, oh, she a hoe? Right. No. I, right. I get that. No, that's not right. Okay. But I think if it's a pretty girl, it's a pretty girl. They like it because it's a girl and they're mm-hmm. men and they think with their sticks and that's all they got. Right. Now, do you need to call her a hoe and say, I don't want to be no girl like that? I mean, you don't have to call her a hoe. You can say you don't want to be with a girl like that, mm-hmm. but you don't have to downgrade her in that way. Right. And sometimes the scantily clad women, that is their brand. So it's right. like it's tricky. Yeah. They're a video vixen or, or a model, even model or cause like, the lingerie stuff. Like that's a part of their job. So technically that. that could be a part of their brand. So I mean, technically he couldn't really have an issue with it. Right. Her. Because even like in the modeling industry <clears throat> or even in marketing sometimes, they expect you to have a certain number of followers or they don't want to sign you to their brand. And so it's like, because social media is now part so much part of different industries, like sometimes she really don't have a choice but to put her modeling pics on the gram because that's in her contract. So, but that's how guys are, dear. Simple creatures. Yeah. Next comment is, I don't know, I, a mask. Oh, I missed Look, one. a Max Rose underscore official. If it's not for your business in some way, yes, a definite turn off. And then Frenching Frogs. I think unhealthy addiction to social media attention is the real problem. They can have all the files they want, but if they appear addicted to the t- attention, hashtag is a no. I agree with that as yeah, well. Yeah, I do too. 
Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree with that because I know some people that they will get dressed up in their house. Girl, shut up. Do their thing. Shut up. Just to take pictures and put on the gram. Girl. And not go nowhere. Girl. Or they'll put up a picture. Shut up now. And then take it down. Oh, stop it now. And put it up at another time because it didn't get enough light. Oh, stop it now. And it's like, for me, I just put the picture up. Yeah. And I hope I get likes. I ain't gonna lie. I hope I do. But I'm not about to take the ish down and post it again later. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. Like, I just feel like I don't care that much like yes i want people like my picture but i don't care enough to be like extra about it to be honest yeah i mean i know a couple people who do that as well and that's for the reasons i don't know Mm -hmm. but you know everyone got their their device right yeah i don't know i mean that's true but i I think that's somewhat of what they were saying but i do think that's a tell that's a a sign where it's kind of like i don't really you know, too much for me. Right. So I understand. Right, right. So. So thank you everyone for responding to our question. Remember, we post a question every week unless we're like on a break or something. But thank you for engaging. You'll always get a shout out as you hear. We say your Instagram name and whatever you had to say. Um, so continue to engage with us. If you want to be anonymous, just email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And we will still share your opinion without necessarily saying your name. So, thank you. So, our kind of topic for the day is Shanae and I were having a discussion earlier, um, and it was based off some tweets that we read, and it was basically saying that um, black women, um, it like said that we don't have a choice but to marry down, essentially. Yeah, and something like that. If, if we want to marry within our race, basically, that we don't have a choice but to marry down. So... I don't like to just go off of, you know, tweets. So I looked up some stats to see if, you know, there was some support of what she was saying. And what I found was um, that women between the ages of 25 to 35, white women are 41 per- 41% of them have husbands who have similar educational attainment levels, while only 32% of married black women could say the same. Um, and then I'm like, okay, so we always hear that black women are the most, um, educated, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, let me look, actually look into those numbers and see if that's true. And so what I found is that as I somewhat expected that white women do have more education than I guess, you know, the headlines give them credit for. Um, so 37% of white women have a bachelor's degree or more while 23% of black women have a bachelor's degree or more. Okay. So um, they there are more white women with bachelor's degrees. However, this was the interesting part. 27% of white women have some college, where 34% of black women have some college. So what it seems like is that... We don't finish. Right. That's what it is. We go to school, we just don't finish. And so... I'm thinking that sometimes those numbers may not be based off of graduation rates. It could just be based off of women that purely go to school and I mean that we can see that there we have a good amount of women that actually go black women that go to school it's just that we don't all finish for you know whatever various reasons right so I guess the question because I said it earlier it's like can black women have it all Mm -hmm. and we was talking about being Mary Jane earlier and I see it on tv a lot where Mm -hmm. it's like 
the black woman who's pretty and smart, has a great job, mm-hmm. usually is single, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's always this like struggle. Like you see it on like um, you can see it on Brown Sugar, mm-hmm. something new where she got her white man. Yeah, you can see it on you see it on TV. You it's see like it in a film. continual thread. You see for black women. you you hear about it, you talk about it. Like yes. the older we get, or the more educated black women are, the lowers their chance of being married and mm-hmm. so this you know woman who based her tweets off of a book um which i kind of want to read though i which, didn't agree with everything i wanted to read because it, it just seemed interesting it seemed interesting by a black man talking about the fact that like we date down mm-hmm. and that is one part of the reasons why our marriages fail because mm-hmm. it's like you're not on equal ground and the mm-hmm. finances and you know yada 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 right do I think a black woman can have it all? Absolutely. I really do. Yeah. Do I, I know think, you can. Do I think she can have it all with a black man? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Do I think she can have it all with someone outside of the race? Sure. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? No. no. Right. If that's what she, if she finds someone she connects with. Right. Um, but I know a, quite a bit of black women have this image and dream of, you know, having that black man and mm-hmm. that family and i guess my thing is because sometimes towards the internet tweets i felt like okay well let me just get a white boy i felt like that's all that's she was, she was kind of leading just towards. like just get just she stop like, trying with black men and just get... go somewhere else right that's how i felt i was like all right well let me just get a little she poppy or something said, like that she basically said because uh because we already have this level of education and because she was going under the fact that black women are the most educated that and after a certain point of success in our careers or education or whatever, that it's going to be less likely for us to find a black man and that you're better off marrying, she called it out instead of marrying down. So she was saying that if you're going to marry a black man, you're going to be more likely to marry down. Whereas you could find someone on your level outside of your race. And that's why I was like, "Ah." well, I'm sure black men just love reading this. And I'm sure she got a whole bunch of mentions because God forbid you say anything bad. You know, they're getting their feelings <laughs> right. very quick. Right. I'm going to say that I know she poses towards black women, but I feel like overall women, definitely after a certain age, will date down. Right. And that's why I wanted to look up the stats because I wanted to see that regardless of race, women have more education than men. Period. So while this is like people put this focus on it being black women because we have so much education that we have to date down, there are just as many white women with so much education and that a good percent of them date down too. So, So, right. So I made it a bigger thing. Right. Um, I know we don't like to do the all lives, but in this case, I want to bring it and go all women. All women. <laughs> in this case, because I don't like that pinpoint. Right. That for some reason, like, like, like we're just so I don't know, insecure, whatever, desperate. Let like me just date down. Right. And sometimes I wanted, and she didn't really go on what she figured date down was. This was all based off education, but like, what is dating down? Right. And so to her, dating down meant less education where my argument would be less education doesn't always mean less money no and depending on your industry you can have less education and way more money yeah it does. and i i think a lot of times the whole dating down thing comes from potentially in a, a man being intimidated by someone that does have more degrees whereas it's like that doesn't mean that you can't take care of me that doesn't mean you can't protect me that can't mean that doesn't mean that you can't be the partner and the spouse that i need you to be just because 
you got less degrees or no degrees than me. Well, I just, I guess it also, I just, that's why I said, what is, I guess, what is your version of dating down? Because, like, for me, for me, is it a requirement that you have a degree? No. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a preference. It would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you didn't have a degree, am I expecting you to have a job and it has some stability in your life? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. I, cause my thing is I'm told all the time that I'm too picky and that I won't find nobody with my list of criteria. Mm-hmm. But then when you read this, it's like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not too picky <laughs> because you see what happens when you picky, you end up divorced <laughs> when you're not picky, you end up divorced and I'm just being dramatic. Mm-hmm. But I know for me, I'm always criticized because I'm, Oh, you're too picky. You're not mm-hmm. being realistic. Even though the stuff on the list I'm asking for, I bring to the table. So it's mm-hmm. like, is it really unrealistic? No. Now, do I think, you know, I'm, I'm only 25, so I ain't about to sit up here like I'm 35. Mm-hmm. Do I think it sometimes can be more difficult mm-hmm. to keep those, the list? Yeah. And let's be clear. It's not like a, he needs to be tall. He need, You know what I mean? It's, right. I, the shallow stuff is off. Right. Is it sometimes difficult to stay strong in what you're looking for? Absolutely. We mm-hmm. all get lonely. We all want companionship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how women fall into this dating down. After a while, it becomes a, okay, well, maybe that's not important anymore. Because mm-hmm. you, you want the human connection. You want that. Because, I mean, even my older coworkers, they've said to me, we like, well, we'll see how you are when you get out of here. Because, you know, I was like that too. And now, you know. And then I think also of their current relationships they're in. And it's like, I don't want that. They mm. don't seem too hot. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so. But like for me, I, we, me and Shanae are opposites in this way is that I've always been criticized for dating down. Like continually throughout life until, you know, currently. Hey. <laughs> that I've dated down. And like that's all people have always said. But it's like I think. I don't know what my definition of dating down is because I think people would be like, oh, you had this many degrees, they don't have none, or you're working towards your career, they working here. And it's like, to me, that's not what was important. And so I think dating down, if I had to come up with a definition, would just be someone that didn't meet my level of ambition or my values. So do you, but do you feel like eventually that could have affected the relationship negatively? I don't think so. Because with me... Even at an older age. Because we were, you know, we're yeah, still young. So yeah. if, if if it came into a picture now or maybe later in life, do you feel like that could eventually at some point cause a rift? You feel like that, that would have nothing to do with it? I don't think so, no. Mm. Because, I mean, like, I, I don't see how having less education would affect my marriage. I don't... But the understand. ambition and drive thing, I think, could... Potentially, yes. It I could. get the degree thing, no, yeah. but I think the the work ethic stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think eventually, depending on the areas where they struggle, that could impede your marriage. Yeah, but the only this is why I'm thinking that it could potentially not because if I want all these goals and for you know I want to run a business and blah blah and running a business you may not be home you know when the kids get out of school and blah blah so if I have a man that wants a regular nine to five shoot that's easier for us to be completely honest but see no that that's you can have ambition to have a nine to five so that's not what I'm I'm saying like um let me find another example because I feel like Granted, you know, we want to be entrepreneurs. I don't need a guy to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, for that's me what to, I'm saying. For me to, I don't that's not that. what it's about. I'm saying, 
let's say, because we talked about the salary thing, we talked about financially. Right. We could say financial ambition. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe that could draw a wedge after a while. I don't think so. So you would just feel comfortable. Honestly. If you have financial goals, then that needs to be climbing. And he's okay with not doing. wanting to have more or provide more for you, potentially your children. Mm-hmm. You're okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. And my thing has always been, if he's happy, I just need my man to be happy in whatever he's doing. If he's an entrepreneur, if he's a stay-at-home dad, if he's whatever he is, I just need him to be happy. I don't care about how much money he makes. So you don't... Because my financial goals are for me. Absolutely. But when it comes... But when you bring in a household Mm -hmm. and children and we got to pay for school and we got to pay for daycare or whatever and he's still doing this... And as more stuff gets more expensive, you having to shell out more and more of yours. Yeah. You don't think nothing, no resentment, no nothing comes with that. Because he's just like, whatever, you got it. Yeah, because it's ours. It's not, at that girl, point, we're effing, married. Girl, you crazy. At that point, love. we're married. So if I'm, if he make 30000 I make 100000 it's not I'm shelling out more. It's our money. Like, but we, but but the effort could not. Cause my thing is my thing is is effort. Mm-hmm. Because let's say he went to thirty five to thirty two, thirty three. There's progression. Mm-hmm. If this man is tapping out, like I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And we're in this. Cause I I think I get what you're saying, but I do think it would affect it. I really do. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you about to divorce this man. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Right. But I think you're being too. It's our money. It's like. That sounds gravy. That sounds so good in the beginning. Right. right. And I think everyone attends, it starts marriage that way. It's which yours is mine. But when stuff gets going down and when you get financial boulders thrown at you, mm-hmm. I think it becomes a little bit different. Because my thing is, and I think maybe I'm just more, I feel like I'm a little bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. Finances are some of the, like one of the leading causes or for divorce. yeah. divorces. Right. Right. And so when you're in a place where, because my thing is, do you have to make the same type of money? No, I don't. Right. But I do think you need to be the same. You have to have the same financial mind, a very similar financial mind. Oh, yeah. And same goals. So yeah. to me, if my goal is to have somebody out in a bank to live comfortably, to maybe have a second home, to travel, whatever. And he tapping out at 30. He's like, let's just hit Myrtle Beach. <laughs> I don't want to. Me and him could not. And that's. One, that's why you have conversations before you get married. Right. But like for me, no, that's not going to work. And I see, need someone who has a financial mind similar to mine. Because let's just be, let's keep it funky. You know, Shanae has uh, extravagant taste at times. Mm-hmm. I could not date a man who could not understand when I want to go to, because my friends laugh. But you know, when we go to hotels, it's four stars or higher. I do not go lower. Right. I need a man who understands that and do not crit- don't like who don't who honestly who freaking agrees with me. And see, my financial mind is different because I do need my man to have the same financial mentality as me, so that if a financial boulder does come and hit us, he'll go get a part time job. Like that's the financial mind I need is that when something happens, he's gonna do whatever he needs to do to make sure that our we are our needs are met. I don't need, I'm not picky on my hotels and stuff like that. I don't need all the extra stuff, but I need the financial mind of, yes, we saving for retirement so that, you know, when we get to a certain age, we can chill on the beaches. Right, and most of it is yours. Yeah, it's ours. It's not mine. But you just sat up and said, 
my financial goals are mine. So now it's shifted. You just no, earlier you this said is what I'm saying. you're fine. But I'm just saying, if you're saying, well, my financial goals are mine, they his are. are separate. Yeah. But the money is ours. It's like, yeah. mm, that doesn't and match this is up what to I mean me. by that. I personally want to make this amount of money and he can want to make a whole different amount of money. Regardless, it's all ours. So yes, my personal goals may be different in my attainment, in my career, but regardless of how much I'm making, it's still our shared money. I just, okay, we'll just do this. I just don't believe that uh, you would, you could, you would feel fine and happy and dandy in a marriage where he does not put in the same amount of effort when it comes to finances and say, I just don't believe, I do think eventually that would just annoy you. I ain't, like I said, but I, think I ain't that saying you're not understanding do- what I'm saying. No, but you're saying financial border, he'll get a job or whatever. That's effort to me. That, but you know what? I don't, here's the thing. I don't want effort. I mean, I guess my thing is, I think, sure, you get a pat on the back because you go out and you're at weddings or you're doing whatever <laughs> to fix it. Mm-hmm. For me, my, if you trying to get my rocks off, we're in a place where if some shish hit the fan, neither one of us have to do no part-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Where we have savings, we got nest savings, we have this, we have other, you know, we flipping home. That's more of a, I'm jizzing right now, okay? Right. For me, like, I get it, cool. Like, I'm not knocking it. I'm not, because any person who's going out to do what they need to do with their family is cool. Mm-hmm. But for me, I guess because I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. You, to me, that's ill planning when you have to do something like that. Right. It is. And granted, you may have to. Right. But to me, it's like, that means we done ran out of everything, mm-hmm. every plan mm-hmm. before now we got to start getting part-time jobs. I agree. For me, as a planner, it's not comforting me to be in some stress. You said, all right, babe, I'm going to just go out and get a part-time job. Because it's like, we shouldn't have had to go there to get a part-time I, job. Uh, I 100% you agree. We should have had the effort from junk. We should have had goals that were likely in mind and intertwined. I can't, I cannot, granted, I want my own wealth for my own reasons, not just right. whatever, but I could not be in a marriage where I'm thinking long-term, we need to have this, I want to have this, I want to have this for time, whatever, and you're just steadling along like, I'm cool with putting my flowers in every two weeks. That wouldn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And see, I think we're saying the same thing, but you're not understanding that I'm saying the same thing. I don't, it don't sound <laughs> like it to me. <laughs> because I said, we, yes, we do both need to be working towards saving towards our retirement. But, but you just, but, okay, so this is the, this is what I'm saying. I said, originally, mm-hmm. I think that the whole salary thing, you know, if you're edging towards something each year, you're progressing fine because right. you don't have to be at the same. But I asked about if a guy wasn't progressing at all, capped out at one, wasn't trying to make more money, wasn't trying to save any more money, that would be okay because I feel no, like. No, because not making more money and not wanting to save at all is two totally different things. Because, yes, you can cap out at a certain, like, for example, if you're a teacher, you can definitely cap out at a certain salary and never make any more. That does not mean that you don't want to still make your money work for you. But that's what I meant. So maybe I wasn't clear in that, And that's what I'm saying. I don't think we was. Because I feel like I'm saying, saying the same thing. But I'm saying you can't sit. Like, I, I, I do believe finance is a big part of marriages. And I know it's so hunky-dory. Your money's my money. But even after a while, the financial difference between salaries can cause drama. I ain't saying you're going to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. But will there be tense times because there's such an unbalance? Yes, there will be, and I don't believe there will not be. Oh, not yeah. saying 
you're going to divorce the man. Right. But there is going to come a time where even though it's our money, you come to a point where you're still looking at him like, it is our money, but gosh darn, I brought 70% of it to the table. I'm just saying, it's. I think it's realistic. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying... I think it's cute to be like yours, you know. You really, it's not. We're 2017, and it's not. Like I know when I get married, we'll have a joint account, but I'm not putting all my money in one account. Oh yeah, account. no, my parents they have a joint account and both have separate. And accounts. I have separate yeah. accounts. That's right. And it's like yours and I, sure, but it should be fifty fifty in that joint account. Fifty percent of your salary. Yes, I agree. Fifty percent of your salary. Who? Not fifty percent of the account. So, for example. If you not and fifty percent is just a random percent, you may not actually need to put that much in there. I'm like, but I'm I don't I'm not a believer of if the rent is four thousand, I put in two thousand, you put in two thousand, and I'm making so much more than you. That's not fair to me. Now I'm putting in a certain if I make three times as much as you, then I should be putting three times as much into our joint account towards our bills. That's what I'm saying. Because to me, that's not fair to them because you're literally depleting all of their money and you don't have money I think there needs to be a balance, but I guess my point is I don't want that big of a difference. I Mm -hmm. do not want some situation where I'm, unless literally, unless I literally become Martha Stewart like I planned, (laughs) because then that makes sense. Because even if he's making like a hundred thousand, if I'm Martha, yeah, I'm 50 million times over that. Right. You know what I mean? So right. at a certain status, I think it doesn't matter. But let's say we're the normal. I'm not going to say. I don't know the average. But I'm going to say, you know, you 50, I think 60, average 70. is like 53%. I mean, 53,000. I don't know where percent came from. I'm going to say what? <laughs> okay, so let's say the average is like 53. Mm-hmm. Then as a 53, 53 and 70 I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. As it gets bigger, I just want to know what you're doing. And it could depend on your industry. So and that's it, and that's why I use the on example industry. of a teacher because literally, like it would, it sometimes there's no way for them to make more money except for going and doing something else. So my of thing school. is, is like I guess gotta know. But my thing is, when you're a teacher or whatever, I don't want to date a teacher. So <laughs> that's a part of it too. I don't want to date a teacher. They don't make enough money. <laughs> but that's why I intentionally <laughs> use that. They example. don't. I mean, unless he's like, mm, no. Maybe a professor's a little bit better, but yeah. um, I don't even think I want to date a teacher because I don't want to date a teacher. <laughs> okay, so that's what it is. <laughs> I need a better example of a career because the teacher's like, eh. And see, I use that career only because I feel like, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like those are one of the industries where the salary doesn't grow as quickly as other industries. I think you need you need more education for it to grow. Yeah. So, then you're in more debt. Right. So, well, you know, if you teach for 10 years, then they pay it off. But. Uh, I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm just really like, I guess my thing is, I, I really like equal. I like the equally yoked thing. It mm-hmm. means something for me. Mm-hmm. It really does, especially when it comes down to finances. Mm-hmm. And partly probably just because of my own life or whatever that's just something i want back then i i'm sorry if i'm making 70 you making 30 and and then if you like order me what is your career mm-hmm. and is there a plan to get somewhere else mm-hmm. and that's why i feel like it's important to date someone who values which and i saying i value money but stability mm-hmm. oh yeah it's really important to to date someone 
who really understands that. Because I think that whole dating down thing, it does create conflict and not just a financial. I think it's more of a mindset for me. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make the same amount of money. At the same time, no, I don't want it to be like this crazy gap unless I'm Martha. So this is my question. I just don't. I just like my comfort level. Do you think it creates more conflict and why when the woman makes more instead of the man? I think it does because it's like taboo. The mm-hmm. guy, you know, this we have this image of the guy bringing home. But I, actually to me, it depends on the guy. Mm-hmm. Stedman, mm-hmm. I always say him. He mm-hmm. cool. He got money. And mm-hmm. let's be clear, he has more money than a lot of us. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. he has his own and Oprah has about six times over. He it's don't feel 16, right. right. <laughs> he don't feel threatened by it. He rock out with his lady. Right. If a man is cool with that, cool. I do think women are more accepting, which comes from this dating down, are more accepting of the I can make more than you and it's fine. And I think that's me. But I just, for me, it depends on the difference. Mm-hmm. Oprah and Stedman, that's okay. Because it's like, Stedman is loaded and Oprah is just out of pure talent. And the Lord is at this way place where a lot of people are like, the average person, mm-hmm. no, I don't want that big of a gap. I, mm-hmm. I prefer not to. And I guess I'm just thinking in my current situation, there is a big gap. But it's like, I'm cool. They cool. Like, there is no issue. There's no animosity. Now, granted, we not married. But at yeah. the same time, I'd say it's I still... don't think it would cause animosity down the line. But that's also because the person you're dating. Can I just like, <laughs> like, come on. You're sometimes because it's like, we have the same I understand. Mindset, though. I get it. But he's also a person. Like, see, now we, you know, I, <laughs> I'm trying. But he's, to me, very, um, can be traditional. And mm-hmm. I think that helps it because mm-hmm. Traditionally, so the woman wouldn't work, or she wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like to me, he's traditional. So I, I, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I guess I go eh because he's tra- he's like a traditional. So guy. it depends on the person, and it depends on the difference in the salary. Basically. I, I, I think it depends on. That's just it. It depends on a lot oh, of well, different yeah, factors, of yeah. and that's when it comes down to what's important to you in like marriage and long term relationship, and what's not. Mm-hmm. I know that like. Even like, you know, previous relationship, financially, it was the same pretty much. The mm-hmm. month, you know, how we, so it was fine. So it's like, I just think it depends on what's important to you. And I feel like for your situation, no, it wouldn't be a case, but he's also like, I swear to God, like, I don't know, you could work at Kmart, but if you had the same personality and mindset, he still probably would rock out with you. But see, in my previous relationships, I typically made more. I typically had more education. Right. And it was never an issue. And so it was like either way of the spectrum for me, there's never been an issue. Well, I mean, this is when I go, you haven't had that many relationships. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, cause my one thing is he's, this one is different from the other ones. Right. And from the outside looking in, you're such a giving person. No, it wouldn't matter because right. you don't like, yeah. And because you're such a giving person as your friend, I feel like I've seen you be used. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like they didn't like her. It wasn't right. like that. Right. But I felt like they took advantage. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's what people say. You And to me, to me, you dated people. And no shade because they might listen. <laughs> you guys were great though. Most of y'all. I don't know. To me, I felt like you dated 
people with a tapped out potential. It's like mm-hmm. they had potential, but it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I felt like as someone at your level, and I'm not talking about education, I'm talking about your mindset. Mm-hmm. I felt like you deserve someone who can reach you on that level. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was cool because you're so giving and you're giving financially. I just feel like oh, that. Yeah. That well, in, in case I don't know if I told y'all before, but like my first boyfriend, I literally like right. paid for every Ex- day, and I thought that was bizarre, <laughs> and I hated it, and I thought, I, no, one time no, we were no. out, and him, like his cousin came with us. He paid for his cousin, and I paid for him. What type of <laughs> foolishness? And that's what I'm talking but about. But for me, it was fine. I didn't have a problem with it. I know, and I and I get it. Like I said, she's so kind and great, and I'm just more like. Mm, I'm kind, but <laughs> I ain't that kind. Well, 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 to me, like, there's just a difference, mm-hmm. and that's just a difference between me and Sydney fundamentally. And it's yeah. always been there. Yeah. But I felt like she always dated like projects, and I always felt like someone who, you know, and even now she's in, you know, we both explored ourselves we know each ourselves better and yeah we're in a very much more positive headspace oh yeah i even felt like then we're even we were in the throes of figuring ourselves out yeah. she still could have done better i really <laughs> do i felt like she dated down mm-hmm. but if you don't then it really doesn't matter right because but dating I, down to me is a different definition do you know what i mean yeah. that's why it gets it gets fickle right do i think you have to be with a white guy to get an educated person no. like back to the topic not at all right I like, don't. Right. But I also think marriage and sometimes commitment to me, it does seem different between like the African American community oh, and a, you know, definitely. white folk is engaged at 1921. <laughs> they literally, like, I need to find percentages okay. of how many so white many people, people stay with their high school sweetheart. Not just that, but just get married young, period. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, one of my co-worker she's my agent she's she's getting married and i remember she would told me you know her parents and she listened so shout out to you girl you know her parents would ask when are you guys getting married at like 22 23 yeah, nah. and so my, my my mother would never right would never <laughs> ask me at 23 when are y'all getting married she'd right. be like don't even talk about that right now right you know what i mean if any, i mean now my mom be asking about grandkids but that's a whole nother And you story. know what? The thing is, she don't really want her to be pregnant right now. She Honestly, wants the children. she wouldn't be mad. I that don't you think. were, you I still do. live at home, she'd be fine. Yeah, because I we had this conversation. She wouldn't you know even what? make well, me I'm move gonna out. Say, I'm saying she's a little off on me. <laughs> I'm sorry, that doesn't and sound And I think right. it's my, for my mom, I think it's a little bit of FOMO. Because literally all of her friends that have That has to be it, because children, I just don't. And she don't. I just don't believe, like, she would be like, yeah, just go ahead, girl. Don't be married. Still live at home. Come home and tell me you're pregnant. I just don't believe, you know, it would be so wonderfully, yup, I love it. Like, I just, I don't see that. She may have changed. People can change. I'm talking about Sydney's mom, like, high school. Heck no. So, it's been years since then. Right. But I'm just, I, I, what was he talking about before I got distracted? Dating down and dating out. But yeah, I think it's just a difference because I just think white people get married early. I really mm-hmm. do. I do think there are some who def- definitely wait. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my peers I have seen who are white are having been engaged, already married, married with two, three kids by now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my black peers are single mm-hmm. in these dumbass situationships mm-hmm. and a sprinkle a few of my friends are actually in a relationship. Actually, most of my friends are single. So I think that's even a different dynamic. And I, But I think that's because of, you know, 
the different issues that we have in the black community. I think what, that what issues are those? That we deal with our relationships much more different because of our conditioning than what white people do. And what, we, what can I have an example? I'm confused. We go through way more ish with each other than white people do. Period. Like you do not see white men putting down white women like that that much. But you see it with black men all the time. I feel like or white men, they black- would totally call white women, she's a whore. You know they love their word. She's a whore. <laughs> she's a slut. Or- I hooked up with her at the, at the keg. It's just different <laughs> terminology. Keg. It's the same thing to me. I think we deal with our relationships differently. I think we handle issues differently. I think some of us don't handle them at all. But I think that we definitely handle our relationships differently than white people. In some ways, I can agree, but in some ways, I really don't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think it's because it's like, let's be frank. I mean, how many close white friends do you have today? Zero. So I think <laughs> we can't, you know what I mean? We can't really, I guess I, I need someone who has like 50% white friends and 50% black to really give me a good, because I feel like we're biased. I don't think it's, I, I don't think, I don't think I can, I I don't feel comfortable saying that it's not the the same way. I, mm-hmm. The biggest things I see is a commitment thing. Mm-hmm. I think they don't have an issue committing, mm-hmm. and we do for mm-hmm. various reasons. I do not know why, and now we can bring in conditioning, childhood, everything else. But I do see that. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable about standing by that. Mm-hmm. I feel like they will easily commit. Mm-hmm. They get engaged in six months. That you know, mm-hmm. we're together ten years before we get married. Six, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think commitment. That's a big difference I see. Everything else I feel like is a sliding scale. Mm -hmm. But for me, I do see a big difference in commitment. And I'll start with men. And black men, you can be mad. But I think a white man will step up and commit before black men will. Not talking about babies. I'm just talking about relationship-wise. They want to go steady. Be your, You know what I mean? Be my boyfriend. Be my girlfriend. Let's get married. I feel like I don't know what the thing is with the black guys. Mm -hmm. But I see that's a difference. Yeah, I I would agree. They don't like to commit. I don't really know why. I think it's because of our conditioning and because of, and not to continually bring this up, but I think that it's like, they feel like they have to be this strong bachelor and do all these things and not be soft with a woman and commit to a woman well, and what blah, the, blah, First of all, do you want to be with a woman or not? Okay? <laughs> because this is stupid to me. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, and I tell you, if I have a son, I will not continue this my son will be uh, a man mm-hmm. in the sense he can take care of himself but he will not have an issue expressing his i will not send another man out in this world <laughs> to be in some situation i will not because this is stupid to me either be single because the thing is it's like you want to be with someone but it's like it's like are we 12 you still have a problem admitting that you love somebody? You yeah. need to see a therapist. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, because as a grown man, whether you gay or not, whatever your preference is, to still have an issue to be like, I love her, I love him, mm-hmm. this is my person, it's pathetic. I don't care. It's pathetic. Mm-hmm. We're getting to an age where, come on, I'm 25 years old. My peers are turning 25 and are older. It gets to be pathetic. That you can't just say that, yes, I'm in a relationship with this person. Or, yes, I'm into this person. I'm not asking you to tell me how you make their toes curl. Or tell me your pillow topic, you know, pillow talk discussions. But the basic of just, 
I love my woman or I love my man. It's a joke to me and it's sad. I mean, God. I would agree it's sad. I just can't say it's pathetic only because it's pathetic. I think people progress and mature at different rates. And I can't nah, put nah. on someone else how quickly they need to mature or progress. But mature and, pro- okay, mature progression, I think mm. is something being proactive and I think a lot of people know what's wrong with them and do nothing about it so that to me is pathetic you know your hang-ups most of the time not all the time Mm -hmm. a lot of time you know that this is an issue you may not know why you do it Mm -hmm. and that's when therapy could come in Mm -hmm. but do you know your issues know that you have trust issues know that you have intimacy issues whatever Mm -hmm. you do and when you sit back and decide and when you don't put in no effort. Because to me, that's when the work and progression comes into play. And that takes time. And you can't rush that. But if you're actively pursuing it, no, you're not pathetic. If you know something is off with you. Mm-hmm. And you're choosing not to explore it. Progressing or to, I'm not going to say fix it, but approve upon yourself. I think that's pathetic. I really do. Coming from a per- place where I had to put in the work. I'm still putting in the work. That... No, you don't put a time step on. And mm-hmm. I won't put a time step on that. Mm-hmm. But I'm actively doing it. When you to me you're just like, Yeah, I know I'm effed up. And people have that attitude, yeah, I know I messed up. This is just who I am. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be just who you are. Yeah. So if you want to sit there and accept it. I do think that's pathetic. Slash sad. I really do. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're an adult. Fix it. But then it goes back to we don't like to go to therapy. We don't like to talk about feelings. And we don't that's like to go the to the difference oh. in the black community. All that is taboo. For us. But you know what? If you're okay with being in, in this place, because you, like I said, in a lot of cases, you know something is off. You may not know why you do it, but you know you do it. You know it causes you pain, or you know you don't feel good about it or satisfied. Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to look into some way to fix it. And I don't even mean necessarily going to a doctor, even just reading, even just taking time for yourself to, to figure things out. That is pathetic and sad to me. Why would you just be like, eh, this is my circumstance. Mm-hmm. And this is why, frack, I really had a great line after that. Well, my only thing is that, you know, part of, I think, progression is being ready to deal with your crack. And sometimes, even if you know what you do wrong, even if you know what issues you got, some people don't be ready to deal with it until it's like they don't, they have to deal with it until it's like thrown in their face and they don't have a choice but to deal with it. Whatever. So, that's why I do agree it's sad, but I wouldn't use the word pathetic. That's all. Whatevs. Handle your crap. And maybe because I'm in a more settled place. Mm -hmm. But when I felt troubled, and I felt troubled... I figured it out and I got what I need to do to get moving. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying sometimes the same people who may know and may not feel ready or whatever the case may be Uh are the same people who deflect, project, and all that other crap. Oh, yeah. And it just gets sickening to be around. (laughs) Clearly, this topic is a pain in my side, as you can hear. (laughs) I get very irritated by it Mm -hmm. because... Then that comes out in projecting. Mm-hmm. It comes out in your relationship. Now you screwing with you someone else's people. issues. Oh, yeah. Because you, you got issues. Yeah. So now you putting shit on other people, mm-hmm. messing up other people's mindset. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing when you, it's unconscious. Um, did I say that right? I don't know. Unconscious. When you're doing it unconsciously. It's yeah. one thing 
But sometimes people know exactly what the frick they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's just a pain in my side. So I don't, you know, at a certain point, no, I don't. My sympathy runs a little bit low. Right. <laughs> okay. We just went off on a tangent. We did. We did. But it's but, cool. You know, that's how conversations go. We flow. We roll. Rock with it. Basically, handle your crap, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I really... And you know what? And, and I know we're talking about dating down, but I also feel like when you're ready for a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. and I don't say this when you're dating and figuring stuff out, but when you decide that you're ready to meet your person, you're ready to, like, settle down, mm-hmm. I really think you should do your due diligence to make sure you're good and whole. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I think it's not. Can you be? Can you be halfway? Find someone and be whole. Right. Sure. Right. It happens. Pe- that's what I was gonna say. People can help. People, people. can help each other. Yeah. But I do think it's important to really know who you are as an individual, mm-hmm. especially if we go to the further end of marriage, mm-hmm. before committing your life to someone. Mm-hmm. I really do, and I've seen marriages fail mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I've heard you know I wish I would do I wish I would do this I wish I, and it to me it always comes back to this this thing of knowing who you are mm-hmm. and being whole before you attach yourself per not permanently but somehow permanently and communicating that you know what I mean important too, yeah I still think women date down <laughs> I don't think guys are trash but I do think our maturity level, the effort that, especially now, I feel like black women, mm-hmm. I feel like we're in this place of like, um, I don't know. I feel like we're in this place of just like empowerment, mm-hmm. right? I think, I don't know, at least probably because I just follow a bunch of bloggers, so that's probably also, <laughs> but I feel like it's this place where it's like, you know, the natural thing came out. People are like, you know, I'm going to be natural. I'm going to soul searching. I feel like black women, that's a thing right now. I'm not going to say it's a trend, but I think it's just this overall, what I see a lot in black women is this, I want to be better. I want to be healthy. Mm. I want to be good. Mm -hmm. And I guess I don't necessarily see that with black men, but they don't express themselves. So there isn't a, there isn't like, who did the like. The hashtag black boy smiling or something. Black boy joy from Black um, Boy Joy. Chance the Rapper. I was just right. about to say that. I was you like, see I that like a I little bit, it. yeah. but it's like it's not like black girl magic and all this other stuff. And that's probably because of the the gender roles, and it's probably like taboo to be like. And that's what I was gonna say is like I but, think I see it with men. It's just a slower process. I see the black boy joy. I see the are you good, bro? Stuff like that. I see it coming up slowly. And so I feel like it's working its way up. And it may be more of a struggle because of the extra taboos and things against them about expressing uh, their feelings and making sure one another's mental health is good. I think those taboos exist. So it is a little bit harder for those things, that progression to happen in the black male community but and I think I, it's happening and I think we impede it as well yeah oh to definitely so I think we need, to, <laughs> we need to take responsibility for that cause like yeah. sometimes when it comes to like the guys who like we get upset when they're not emotional and then a guy gets emotional and you and we were the first one to be like he a punk yeah yep. so it's like yep. We don't help it. Nope, we don't. And that's what I I agree with you is that I think that's the next step that needs to be taken is that we need to 
as black women take responsibility to how we reinforce these things that we claim that we hate so much. And make a comfortable place for a guy to be born for you. Right. And you know what I mean? Right. And so I'll say, like I always say, I don't want an emotional guy because I'm emotional. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we just would never get anything done because mm-hmm. I'm like... <laughs> but it's like... I, but if I was dating an emotional guy who could say how he was feeling, I absolutely am dropping my drawers for him because <laughs> I don't feel like doing the... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I know that... I'm just saying, guys, I really do... Deep down, a girl does want you to say what you need to say right. and express yourself for having to pull your teeth. Those ratchet girls who say they want thugs, you don't want to be with them anyway. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I think a lot of women want a guy to be able to say, you know, I love you. I don't like that. This is my thing. This is not my thing. Like, I think the mature female, that's a turn on for her. And I, I would agree it's a turn on, but I think I come from the perspective of, you know me, it's it's almost like pulling teeth with me or has been in the past. And so it's like, I kind of understand that perspective of it. And so I'm like, I think that be, being that person that is pulling teeth to get my emotions out, we love that from men and they love it from us, but it's like no one wants to admit it. What? Pulling? No, everyone being open with their emotions. Not pulling Who loves teeth. pulling teeth? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no. And I feel like, because speaking, because my thing is, sometimes I know I'll get impatient. And for the people who aren't that expressive, mm-hmm. you can't be upset if someone clocked the deuces at you. Because I feel like if they put in some sort of effort and they're trying mm-hmm. and you are not budging for mm-hmm. whatever reasons you have for your wall up. I feel like you can't be mad if someone's like, you know what? I can't deal with that anymore. Right. Cause I feel like, but I think that's in general people's issues. You know what I mean? Like you can't knock it if someone can't deal with what you bring to the table, mm-hmm. whether it be too much or too little. Too little. Yeah. And it, it's like, it's almost it depends just like on how you handle it. Cause for me, I need you to sometimes be strong when I'm weak. And I know the person will probably need me to be strong when they're weak. And then sometimes we just both want to be weak together. Like, that's just the kind of... It's like a balancing act of emotions once you get to the point of being open with one another. And so I just think everybody needs to be comfortable with being open with one another. They're not, though. Eventually, we will. Gotta speak it into existence. Y'all take way too long. (laughs) It'll get there. You guys take way too long (laughs) to get quote unquote comfortable. A therapist would speed it up. I'm just saying. I just. (laughs) Maybe not. Because I personally know (sighs) some guy friends that like went to therapy and it never worked for them because they never opened up. Like they would just go and like sit there because they refused to open up. And so I think it also takes the right therapist and like, I think it's a combination of things that it takes. Well, of course you need the right therapist, but with the right one, they would have. So I'm chopping that up too. Potentially. No. If they wasn't ready, maybe not. But my point is, I don't feel like getting into this therapy debate (laughs) with you. When you want to do something with your life, you'll do something. So I agree with you with that. Yeah. If it doesn't matter... Honestly, it really don't matter how good or bad the therapist. If you want to go to therapy mm-hmm. and then don't want to open up, mm-hmm. then that's a waste of your money and oh, your yeah. own time. And okay. I think it's dumb to yeah. keep going back yeah. if you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to put some work into yourself, I applaud you. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's difficult, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. If you're teetering with it, I encourage you to 
go over the edge and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And then for those who know something is off but refuse to do something, mm-hmm. I still think it's sad because I feel like how much more joy you would feel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, if you would get to the root of it. Right. I know we got real therapy for a minute, but <laughs> you know I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. how much more joy you would feel in life if you would just get to the root. Of where some of this stuff is coming from. Which, ding, 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 most time, 98% of the time, is from your childhood, adolescence, is where a lot of the crap comes from. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, once you get to the root, it's so refreshing. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. So, I think that's all we have to say on dating down and dating out. Totally We did off. go on tangent, but I think, in a way, it was all relevant to the topic and how people feel when dating down and why someone would feel intimidated by someone that has, you know, more success than them. Speaking of this, though, I know. Now, how, how long is it? It's okay. Go ahead. But, so, what if you, you, is it a bad thing if you date down for your own, like, self-esteem? Like, you know for a fact yes, you do it. I think so. But you do it because low-key you need to be higher than someone else now you need to be but you like it is that bad i think so yes i, I think don't see what's... i think that's a little self-indulgent it, i don't know if that's the right word that i'm looking for but if you but, treat them well y'all happy but you intentionally are dating down because you want it's not necessarily intentionally but it's like you're not necessarily looking for like <laughs> the top notch isn't that i mean <laughs> you like saying not necessarily in the question, but What's I'm the saying question? like, but I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm saying if you're dating, and for a minute you kind of had a type, like I thought all her guys just weren't there. Mm-hmm. I could have said you was purposely doing it. You weren't. No. But that was a trend you were falling into for a little bit. Right. It could be the same thing. Like if it's a one trend could by say her circumstance. Then cool, no, there's nothing wrong with that. That just happens. But if you are intentionally like, no, I want, I gotta find me a postman. I gotta find a me, right? Like you. So if he's a postman, he's dating down. No. How dare you, Sydney? <laughs> no, I'm fine with the postman. Everybody know that. But what I'm saying is, if you're intentionally seeking out someone that makes less money than you or doesn't have as much education as you or whatever, I think that's somewhat seeking out a project. Or you're being self-indulgent because you want to make sure that you but if, always okay. have more than the other. Right, but unconsciously, if you're always doing a project thing, what does that say about you and you and your self-worth? That then? you need to, that you have this need to, to help fix people, people, which is also a version of being self-indulgent. Okay, because I'm about to say it's similar to yeah. me. Yeah, it's all self-indulgent to me. But it could be vice versa. No, I guess so. Because guys do it to girls. They want to play the hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. It because just... they have that need in them. They're still satisfying their need in them to rescue some damsel in distress. I'm going to stop where I'm at and I'm finished. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you for listening to our show. Remember, we post blogs throughout the week. We post questions. Respond to our question on our Instagram, Good Girls Behaving Badly. Visit our website for our blogs, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. And remember, as always, you can get a free Audible book and one-month trial. Go to our website, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com, and click in the upper right-hand corner where it says Audible Trial. Thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. Good night.